0: hello guys welcome back to the try time podcast this episode 30 i'm callum and yes you was expecting us in this back in the studio today so was we was really hoping we could get back it's been set back again absolute nightmare we know so hopefully next week fingers crossed we will be back in the studio meaning if you are a visual watcher you actually get to see us in the studio in person and generally there's the audio quality and the audio they're just Quality of general conversation, that sort of thing is much better when we are in studio there together for audio and vis- video listeners um, and watchers sort of thing as well. So yeah, hopefully next week we'll be, that, uh, we'll be back, but as with the last few weeks, it is going to be me for the main part. Matt's going to be charming at the end with his predictions as well, but this is just the problem with sort of doing it kind of over a call. It is a bit of a nightmare compared to being in a studio at a set time. In terms of what's sort of to come today obviously a lot of people you know a lot of the talk around rugby is about the sort of racism and everything at the minute obviously as the weekend just gone has been sort of the social media blackout across a lot of sports rugby league included all the teams and the sort of rfl pages and that sort of thing um obviously just before that came the tony club and andre Savellio incident which obviously this is actually being recorded on a, on a Monday, so the tribunal is tomorrow. But it is a grade F chart uh, grade F. He's been charged with, so it's going to be interesting. Obviously, after if see what happens, and on Saturday we're going to have our our video is going to be focused around this. Obviously, we'll know what we should know what's actually happened then, and we'll be able to sort of talk about what it is. But obviously, we are me and Matt. Obviously, I speak for Matt as well. Like, we're completely against racism in any form and that sort of thing. Completely unacceptable obviously if it is proved right which you know it should be there shouldn't be any kind of there's no reason to lie like that and i do i do believe as obviously most people do as well there's no real reason to lie we do hope that obviously the proper punishment is there which like i say we're going to talk more about that in saturday's video so before we do get started as well uh, please like subscribe that sort of thing if you're listening audio if it's spotify apple podcast please subscribe follow us on there you know leave us a review if you can as well it does really help get the podcast out there right let's get into the championship results from the weekend entertaining weekend of fixtures let's see what happened right so we'll start off with saturday a couple of games on saturday so we had a cracker and an upset Alden beating halifax 16 points to 12 shock this Halifax did need the win they've had a couple of sort of uh, losses you fought Oldham away you know Oldham are a good team at home but you always kind of fancied Halifax in this just to have that bit extra strength they haven't Oldham have pulled off a massive win which is big for them in their sort of survival pushes there has been a few teams you probably expected to be down in the relegation zone in the battle who have performed outperformed it and thus making Oldham if they go on a bad start you know they then maybe given to go down which you know they've proved that anyone could be anyone in this league great win for oldham halifax back to the drawing board you know the beat london round one and everything were looking rosy but then it, from then it has been down downhill slide and you know they've got a strong squad there i do think it seems to be the problem that halifax do have they've got this like sort of a strong squad but they always just seem to not be able to win it win those games that you expect them to which potentially could knock them out of the playoff spots come the end of the season we'll have to wait and see on that one it is early on in the season yet but you know halifax do need to improve definitely now i've got an absolute cracker sheffield 20 london 20 what a game that was and, I mean, you know, London, again, they needed some points, I guess. Obviously, I know it's not the normal point system, but a draw is still, you know, it's still better than a loss in that. And, you know, they'll want it to win. But Sheffield, who are, you know, playing really well, they've, you know, started the season well. And it, a 20-all draw, absolute cracker. Both teams, I don't think, will be coming out of that too displeased. You know, Sheffield have got the draw, kept a bit of momentum. And, obviously, they lost last week, but they kind of still been a positive start for them. London, it's, it could be a building block into them, you know, getting to that top six and helping themselves push up for them playoff spots but overall saturday's actions and unqu- two quality games now onto sunday some interesting game matchup every game in the championship let's be honest it, it can be a cracker it's got the ability for e- any team to win realistically it seems unless you're fev or to lose you're not really given to win but they, neither of them were playing this week but obviously we spoke about that last week so batley versus duke um, versus newcastle 28 points to 16 to Batley. This is when I backed Newcastle in genuinely just because the home ground advantage. I thought that were going to be apparent with either of these teams, whichever were at home, would win. But Batley showing the strength again. Bat- what a team this Batley team is proving to be. Right up there, you know, near the top. On an absolute exhilarating form. And, you know, proving the doubters wrong. You know, me and Matt had them fairly low. Not getting relegated, but fairly low. Maybe they can push for a playoff spot. But Batley's that sort of team that they're just they've just got good players who do the jobs and they've brought in now a decent, you know, sort of pair, bit more of a running game to them, they've got a bit more off the cuff which I do like, so Newcastle again their mission this year is probably like mid-table finish anyway I do think it's attainable for them, I do think I've seen enough from them I say they can stay up, but they just need to be careful they don't get dragged into sort of a bit of a, a rut towards bottom of the table now I've got another one, other one obviously as a Bradford fan I did watch keenly. Um, and I thought it was a bit of an up and down game. Really, it wasn't the best game of rugby, if I'm being honest. Uh, Bradford beating Whitehaven, thirty points to twenty-two. I mean, realistically, we see concede, Bradford conceded two tries in the last five minutes. It were thirty points to ten, and that, that were and it were thirty points to ten from probably like the sixtieth minute, and it were a bit of a dead game after that. We kind of, the game had been killed off. They got two late tries then. And, and it kind of makes the result not look as big of a swing as it may be. Why I thought at times Bradford looked, we looked really good, but at times we did look really poor as well. Why even? One of them teams that are just never going to give up, though. They've got um, some strong forwards in the middle. They're just a classic sort of old school rugby league side, and they've got two really good running halves as well, who did cause Bradford a lot of problems. I do think, you know, Bradford probably deserved the win. You know, a like Steve Cross had an absolute beauty game to score two tries out, absolute superb dummy for one of them. eben young Eben Skur as well for romantic match performance as well. Unreal. So I think for Bradford, as a Bradford fan, I'm happy. You know, we're winning even though we're not playing great at times, which is always decided sign of a good side getting a bit of momentum onto next we hopefully start building momentum until we get we're playing these top sides you know when we're playing fev york we need to be going full throttle we need to have the momentum and i'm, I mean, I'm confident we've, we've bounced back from that round one lost to sheffield really well Whitehaven, they're, they're in every match to play by it seems bit you know they're always in and around winning a, a try or you know a few tries away so i think i think it'll start coming for them i think Important games for them are when they're playing their sort of other teams towards the bottom I don't think they ever expect to beat you know your Bradfords, your Fevs, etc But you know they put up a good fight nonetheless Right next up Widness, Swinton This was sort of a big game neither of these teams had won yet Both teams realistically needed a win Widness got the result they needed You know absolutely trouncing Swinton It's a sort of game they needed just to score some tries Get a bit of confidence back going Play some free-flowing rugby and they've done it 46 points to 10 Swinton, Swinton, Swinton. I mean, over the last few years, Swinton have been that team that kind of has overperformed mid table. times, you know, even maybe pushed getting up, up to them playoffs at times. And, you know, everyone kind of expects them to do it every year. And, you know, when you've, you, they'll do lose a lot of players every year to the you know, a few, maybe one or two players go to maybe the better championship clubs or you get Marty Aston who goes to Warrington. And, and, you know, there isn't the continu- continuity there that maybe the need. And, I mean, they are in trouble at the minute. It's early doors; they need to pick up some wins or quick time, and you know, next week they're playing Bradford. So I'd like to say it's not going to get an easy for them, but you you never know, really. But they do need to start picking up some results because there's never an easy game in championship. That's fact. Uh, and lastly, from the championship, we've got York and Dewsbury. A cracker at the Tetley Stadium. York thirty, Jewsbury twenty. Jewsbury again showing that they are a tough team to beat. You know, they're beatable, but they are also they're gonna. You know they're going to defend they're going to try and complete high you know what i mean they're going to be one of them teams but and they're going to cause a couple of upsets against some of these bigger ties like york but york have come through with it um in this game and you know fair play york again now are starting to look like the york we expected to see building up some momentum everything's clicking you know these super league players who've come down they're clicking in the squad and it is and it's looking good for york as well so you know, maybe the concerns early, early in the season, maybe the first week or so, well, you know, you know York might miss playoffs here, but now I'm, you're thinking, yeah, York are back in the playoffs. Uh, they should be absolutely fine if they keep this momentum going. And Jewsby are looking good to stay up as well, looking like they could be kind of settled in that mid-table. Maybe they're going to push like Batley have done. Maybe they exceed Batley and, you know, can push the playoffs. But at the end of the day, it's just been an absolute weekend of quality championship rugby. It's arguably better better product than super league i mean no, maybe not on the pitch as much but in terms of competition it how close competition is from top to bottom anyone can actually beat everyone and you know you say that about super league but you know you've got a team like league going against saints um it's just you know i mean you kind of know what's going to happen whereas in this you know there is a bit more room for error with the big teams and it, it does allow for some quality rugby games to happen speaking of super league we will move on to that now Again, not a bad weekend of Super League games either. You know, Super League product, I do think, has improved over the last year or so. I do, and f- I am really enjoying watching it. So, Thursday night, Wigan 16, Hull 14. And this is a great example of what I'm talking about. Great rugby games. And it's one of them where it could have gone either way. Obviously, it was tarnished by the situation with Club and Savellio That sort of took up, took home the headlines, as I've, I've mentioned. But other than that, a great game of rugby, you know again it's one of them that's one on a knife edge it comes down to the wire quality game Wigan playing really well at the minute as well they've kind of bounced back from I mean the, the Beatley round one but it was a, one of them where they kind of I bet after that they was looking at themselves in the mirror like we, we need to be better than this do you know what I mean and they've proved that they are despite the injuries although everyone's starting to come back in now and now it's looking like you, we're just building towards a big tasty Saints Wigan clash when that comes ahead. Yeah, Hull as well, they're looking like a team that it's going to be one of them for them where they're in with probably maybe, maybe there's three positions for playoffs that are available and there's maybe four teams there in that. They probably wouldn't lead runners to get anyway. Obviously, it is early on in the season, so it is hard to tell, but Hull are looking, they are looking good at Hull as well. Right, so on to Saturday. So, like I said, St. Ellens against Lee, we said it's predictable. It was. Saints in the, some of these games are not actually beating teams like 50-60, you know, nil or 56 points, 12 or whatever. They make, the games are close, which shows like Lee showed character and played a good game of rugby. Saints' quality is always going to be there, they've just got good players. The win ugly, they can win. The win ugly, the win pretty, the win whenever they want. It seems like last week we sort of spoke about are they the unbeatable team? And potentially they are. You know, I only really see Wigan actually being able to beat them, and that's, you know, low chance of that happening as well i think saints have probably got tickets at grand final already unless something serious happens injury wise you know it's going to take a, a big injury at someone like warmsley or a roby maybe or even like a low max um to really start maybe derailing this team but obviously we hope that doesn't happen and push they are a joy to watch the saints in terms of lee again down at bottom it, it, it's one of the i mean wakefield who we're going to come to next lost as well so it is looking like it is going to be between them two at the bottom but, again, they'll get a win or two somewhere. You know I mean? I don't think they're going to go all season without winning. You know, we know, talking about Saints going unbeaten. Yeah, Lee might just, just be beaten. No, no wins at all, just get beat. But, ah, nah, I think they'll pick up a couple of wins. I think their game against Wakey is going to be one of the biggest, probably the most important games to watch, actually, at season, to be honest. They will go on to Wakey. who did lose to Catalan's 38-18. Catalan's did need this, you know. They started off really well, sort of, last week. So they've not looked as good. Come back in here, solid win against Wakey, what they needed, build a bit of confidence, get some points on board. And again, Catalans are looking similar to Hull, one of them teams who's gonna be in and around that playoff picture come the end of the season. Probably not running away with it as much as Wigan and Saints are, but they're gonna be there or thereabouts. Wakey as well, similarly, they're in trouble. What are, what are they gonna do about it? It's, it's gonna come down to them uh, Wakey league games and if one of them teams can sort of pull off a, a win against some other teams in comp, cause they arguably are the two weakest teams at the minute. Salford, Castleford, Castleford beating Salford, twenty eight points to eighteen. Again, Cast they're probably in that same bracket with Catalans and Hull. They're going to be in around that playoff picture playing really well. Yeah, are they, going to win, you know, are they going to win the grand final with Powell in his last season at the club? Who knows? It, it could happen. It could not happen. You know, they've got Radford from next season onwards. That'll be that'll be interesting how things change there and that sort of thing. How the kind of philosophy of how they play and that sort of thing change. Because it is bound to have a new coach. That'll be interesting to watch for next season. But in terms of this season, looking solid. Salford. I mean, again, it's a good showing from Salford. I do think now they've started getting in the rhythm a bit. I do think they're going to be safe. You know, after a few weeks, I were a bit questionable over it. You know, they've got Marshall kind of not not being the head coach in the Super League. I, I don't doubt his coaching abilities. I think he, he did wonders for Halifax. And he, and he worked really well as the assistant at Saints. So, I always thought it was a step up that he needed to make to um be head coach in, in super league and you know he's starting to get his squad going a bit more now and i do think they'll sort of be that low on table i don't think they'll push playoffs too much but i don't think they'll be in the relegation battle either right on saturday warrington 50 hulkier 26 i think hulkier's issues don't seem to be scoring but they can score points can hulkier do you know what i mean a lot of the games are you know they've had a lot of close games where they've scored points and they've conceded a load of points as well just like this defensively questions are to be asked of them Inglis' debut was very promising as well scored, got over for a try uh, you know playing a couple of positions as well so Warrington again probably a bit above that tier of teams we're talking about I, I would say the top three as it seems to be at B or you know, seems to be the top three teams every year, seems to be Saints, Wigan and Warrington at the minute, and I do think it'll be the same this season. K.R., probably a bit above above Salford in, in my rankings of sort of, if I'm talking rough league table at end of season at the minute, I think they've got a lot of promising signs. Now, I'm, I'm happy, I'm glad that, you know, a player like Ethan Ryan sort of worked his way into the team is actually keeping his place, because I think he's a quality winger, obviously. Bradford lad, always a, a mate, one of Bradford's best players before he left to go to K.R., um, so I'm happy to see him, him playing so well there. Right now, on to sun- the last game, uh, one point game. Matt won't be happy about this. I know that this for a fact. He'll be absolutely fuming. It's probably what referee's fault, knowing Matt though. Huddersfield 14 leads 13. I know Leeds were fit what were, were up, and then you know two drop goals from Huddersfield. You know you, you got to commend it really, but. I mean, I were happy because of my fantasy team with Aiden and Caesar getting all, getting pretty much all points, bar one drop goal, which Gaskell stole off him. But Leeds, again, it's just one of them with Leeds at the minute where, I said it last week, you know, when everyone's fit, they've got a playoff-ready squad, but you know, are they leaving it too late? I know it's not their fault with the injuries and stuff like that, but is it going to be too much of a hill climb? I have no doubt once everyone's back, they're going to go on a, on an absolute run, and they could be the sort of team that beats Saints actually when they're on a run, getting confidence, and Saints have kind of already grasped playoffs and kind of taking off, taking it, you know, kind of foot off the pedal sort of stuff but they need to start sooner rather than later leads. And games against Huddersfield, you know, may not seem it, but these are the big games. You know, Huddersfield are going to fancy themselves for playoffs as well. And they're probably in a similar boat to Hull r Huddersfield where they've kind of, they've got some good plays there. They just need to get get it going, get a proper philosophy there. I mean, under Watson, Huddersfield can go on a run. I, I do not doubt they they can't go on a run just as sort of Salford did a couple of seasons ago. They've definitely got it in them with the squad. And, you know, a player like Caesar in this game has just proved how valuable he actually is as an asset. So, I mean, I guess this is a good, a good transition from Caesar onto the Fantasy League. But overall, just a closing note on Super League again. Another good weekend of Super League fixtures. Obviously, we've got Cup next week, which we'll be predicting later on. But, yeah, good weekend of Super League fixtures. And I'm sure a few teams, more you know, notably like kind of your Wiggins, your Castlefords. I mean, every all the winners this week will be happy. And, you know, we're getting to the point now where you can kind of, like I'm speaking, you can see where team you can kind of start predicting where teams might finish come end of season and where the different little battles in the league table are going to be but yeah we'll move on to another league table which is the fantasy league table which i'm going to throw a disclaimer out there now is definitely not right because some of my players have got two low points for what they've done and that sort of thing. i've looked at that everyone's points seem lower than usual it's a problem that seems to happen a lot with fantasy this year where it just the points it was same as around when the points just weren't right and they're not right at the minute you can just tell i will you know on the screen you will be you'll be looking at what the team is when i'm speaking about it now so it probably will change me in a couple of days or whatever before next week but i i'm currently sat in 17th in terms of the best this week it does go to john mason who's moved his way up to third with that as well but that is because like ben webster is below him he's only got 382, which doesn't seem right. Obviously, that will change. But then look at John Bickerdyke with the top two teams, absolutely unreal, unreal from the guy, and he's up there. Hull FC, you know, proving large at the top. And I, I mean, you know, you look. We talk about Saints and you talk about Saints, they're unbeatable in Super League. They're not in fantasy. The top player, lockdown lock, lock, lock coup, quality name. Steve bowie's in tenth. He's a the highest up saints fan you know like i say i'm down in 17th i'm way above i'm way above matt but that really ain't hard nowadays probably haven't touched his team and then when we get in studio next week he'll probably say oh you know the it's done work or whatever you know it's like full of excuses the lad but yeah fantasy's ticking along as well we sort of asked you as well to come up with some sort of ideas stuff you want uh, for like kind of weekly prizes monthly prizes like little jokey things as well as like sort of coming on podcast at the end of the year or, or stuff like that. john Bickerdike's looking good at the minute so if you are if you are watching John, you know you want to drop drop us a message either on you know drop some message on Twitter, Facebook, even just drop it in comments at YouTube video, um, and we'll get we can get something sorted for you. To be fair mate, even if you want to come on come on podcast or something like that, because you're absolutely dominating at minute mate, and yeah, uh, we'll sort something for that. But this sort of thing will come more when we are in studio. We'll have some more sort of fun stuff like that going ahead. Like we say, we can't wait to come back. We've been in, you know, COVID. Everyone's been in for so long. Just can't wait to get properly back in the studio, back into the rhythm of everything. And yeah, should be should be fun, shouldn't it? And getting back to rugby games as well, which is a couple of a ge- couple of weeks off. I absolutely can't wait to get that Monday, seventeenth. I, ca- I just can't wait for it to be honest. Right. So that's it for fantasy. We'll move on now to next weekend's fixtures. Which, like I say, we've got cup, we've got championship. Going to be some interesting games here. I, I, you always love a cup weekend. It's quarterfinals. It's going to be interesting. Who's going to make it to semifinals? Who's going to eventually get to Wembley? I reckon we start off with a cup then, don't we? So, Catalans versus Warrington. It's an interesting one because a cup tie is so much different to predict than, than a league tie. Because, you know, you've got Catalans and Warrington. Two teams who are playing well. And it, you just know it's going to be a cracker. Um, obviously, Warrington got the better of them uh, uh, last week when they did play. And... I, I do see Matt doing it again. Cause I think Warren, like I think Steve Price, you know, it's his last season at Warrington. I think, you know, he'll, he'll want to get win both. Obviously, he wants to win every game, every trophy he possibly can. But I do, I don't th- think he's going to sort of rest players for this cup game. I, I don't think any teams will with it being been all Super League. I do. I'm to I'm going to back him, I do think they're going to go strong. I do think they're going to go strong Warrington, and I do think they've got the momentum needed to just beat Carls. I think it'll be closer. Then we've got Saints versus Huddersfield. Now this is one—if any team's going to rest, it would be Saints potentially. But I do see them beating Huddersfield. I think even if they wanted to rotate a couple of players, bring some youth guys in, I think they have just got too much for Huddersfield generally, and I do think they'll want to keep a bit of momentum going as well. So, yeah, we're going with Saints. We're going with Saints there. Hull FC Wigan now this is an interesting one because they've just played last week and obviously Wigan just got the better of them I'm gonna go on the other side now. I do think Hull FC are one of them teams that just plays well in cup compared with You know, I'm not saying Wigan don't play well in the cup either I just think Hull FC is one of them teams who just sort of You could I can just there's kind of a bit of a stigma around them like they just do do job in cup in these sort of games and I do think they'll get the payback on Wigan who as well may not look to rest players, but players may you know you know what I mean I do I do think this is a sort of the cup that Hull will be targeting over Wigan potentially I think Wigan want the big one the Super League this year. Finally we've got Castleford versus Salford. Again, you know maybe Salford push for this. They you know a cup final another final appearance is possible this year, you know what I mean? But I do think Cass as well. Cass needs Silverware and I think when we're talking earlier about Powell and how he not, I'm not saying Paul needs silverware. I'm saying Powell probably wants silverware. It's his last season, and I'd, I'd, you know, if I if I was looking at this now, I'm going to make a prediction for Challenge Cup. For, I'm going to say Castleford win the Challenge Cup this season. That is my prediction. I will, you know, in whenever the final is or whatever, I'm not sure on the exact date off the top of my head. And if they are, if they do win it, this will be getting clipped and replayed over and over again because I just I just see the narratives there. You know, I don't think they've potentially got enough to win the grand final. And, and, you know, win the first Super League title, but I do think, it, like, a Powell, you know, it's his last year there, I do, there's a narrative there for him to win it, uh, and I can see it happening, I think they've got the squad to do it completely, I, I think it obviously depends who the pass on the way, Salford's, you know, not the hardest of draws from this, it could have had, No, you know, they're not, Cass Salford isn't exactly the tastiest tie, obviously Cass got better of them last week, but, but yeah, I, I've, I've got to back Cass for that one, and I'll, I'm I'm backing them for the for the win as well for the actual cup. Right, we'll move on to Championship now. We've actually got a full complement of seven games this week. Obviously, we didn't have that last week, so we'll start off with Sheffield. Batley, two teams on, you know, fairly good form, both good starts to the season, and you know, I kind of I do want to back Batley here, but I'm gonna go with Sheffield. I'm gonna back against Batley for two weeks in a row, and it's probably gonna gonna hurt me. But I think Sheffield at home. I mean they're side they're side away as well but you know I just see Sheffield winning that I think Batley you know they've got so much momentum how long can they maintain it like I say I do think they can push players but I think Sheffield I wanting to push them as well and I do think Sheffield will just win this I think it'll be a club probably be one of the closest games at weekend white Whitehaven now this is a big game relegation wise I think both teams have proved that they're better than relegation they're good enough for this league and honestly if, if I'm I think there's probably a few te- you, I mean it's an all separate discussion but you put the top six or seven i mean realistically put the top six the top six from league one into championship i don't think your quality drops too much i think there's more of a divide and you have a 20 team championship i think that'd be unreal so i think teams like back teams like oldham and whitehaven you know if these two teams went down i think they are good enough they're good enough for the championship do you know what i mean i I wouldn't like to either of them go down i wouldn't like to see any of these teams go down that's the thing but I do think this is a, the big relegation sort of four-point game. You know what I mean? It's big game, this. At Oldham. But I'm back in Whitehaven. I saw... You know, I know, obviously, Oldham got the win against Halifax. Whitehaven didn't against Bradford. But I saw enough from Whitehaven. I mean... You know, Lachlan Wormsley, unreal player. And I do think if they did go down, he'd be signing for a York, he'd be signing for a Bradford. Like that sort, of, that sort of team. I do think he is that good. And I think they've got a good pair of halves as well. A decent set of forwards who just do the job, do you know what I mean? They're a, they're a top side of even, And I do think they'll just beat all of me. Then we've got Swinton versus Bradford. I'm going to have to go with my team here. Swinton are down bad. They're in desperate need of a win. We need payback from the pre season friendly. I don't, I don't think that will really factor into it, to be honest. But I think we're rolling well enough. And, you know, Lillian Brough's really clicking now. And, and I'm liking what I see. You know, Aaron Murphy as well at back row, you know, showing his presence there. As Pac's actually really stood up, you know, as, as props and stuff in their game. Like the cup game against Fev, where we got knocked out, absolutely thrashed. As, as Pac, we're absolutely shit was shit to be honest I can't lie to you. it was shy and and they've really stepped up they've took criticism and they've stepped up and they're looking really good now and I do think we'll just have too much pace and power um, for Swinton London, Newcastle I do think this will be one London pick off Newcastle potentially pick up a few losses they down in danger zone maybe London need the win I think they'll need to start picking up this momentum and I think they'll do that with a win over Newcastle To lose witness I think to lose. obviously this is being played after the the Swin- the Swinton game at Haywood Road, so that's going to be an interesting one, a bit of a double header there. I, d- I mean, I don't think the pitch suits either side really, but I do think to lose, I just one of them teams that are just a bit unbeatable at the minute, and I do think they'll have a bit too much for goodness. Dewsbury versus Halifax. Now, this is an interesting one because Dewsbury have got not not form obviously because they've lost the last couple of games as well, as well as Fax have, But I think Dewsbury have got a bit of heart about a minute. Facts are down bad. I don't think Dewsbury really are. Like they've had two, you know, lost fairly close against York, lost fairly close against Bradford. They played well in both games, and um, for me, so I, I'm actually going to back Dewsbury at home to do Halifax. You know, Halifax win the last at Tetley Stadium a couple of weeks ago against Bradford, uh, managed to lose. So maybe they do the same again. And lastly, the tie of the round realistically York versus Featherstone. I've got to back Featherstone when I've said them until lose are going to be two at team. I, I swear. I reckon they just postponed that game last week just because they want to see how long these two teams can go unbeaten. And now, I guarantee they'll both lose. Get your money on witness to beat to lose. Get your money on York to beat Fev, because it, now I've said that, it just won't happen. But, yeah, I'm back in Fev. I think this is going to be a close game as well. But Fev have just got too much quality for me. And they've got sort of a core squad that's been together for a few seasons now. They, don't, they didn't need to make signs. But when they have, they've brought in players like Frankie Halton, who's just a quality Back row, do you know? They've just brought in players who are just good players, like, and they've got that sort of stru- s- squad depth as well. Where like, if a player drops down injured in pretty much any position, they've got someone they're capable of stepping up. And they're just an unreal team, but I'm not just going to go on about how good feather are forever, because you know, the fans hate me, and I don't want to start. I don't want to win them over just yet. But yeah, that has been my predictions. I'll sign off from the video in a second, and then you'll hear Matt's um, run through of his predictions. Thank, uh, yeah, thanks for listening from from me, guys. Um, listening to sort of my thoughts on that and that sort of thing for next week and on last week's games. You know what are your predictions? Who, who's winning this? Who's who's winning the Challenge Cup? That's a question going down to all of you. Tell me your Challenge Cup winner out of these eight teams. You know that sort of thing. Who's gonna who's doing well in the Championship? What's your thoughts on the Championship? What teams are in trouble potentially in the Championship? That's a big thing. And like I said earlier. You know please leave a comment like subscribe leave a review and all that sort of thing anything you can do You know, if you're watching till now and you kind of just you know you can just pop pop a comment down there we do love in, interacting with you guys and letting like kind of knowing there's actually people there behind the views if you know what i mean it is nice to know you've got like a proper audience and that sort of thing and yeah thanks for the support as well you know receiving a lot of messages and sort of comments and stuff of support which we do really appreciate and we do encourage obviously and yeah um this is calm signing out we'll see you on saturday And yeah, over to Matt.
1: Right guys, back again. Next week we should be back in the studio for the long-arrated return and the first time this year. So exciting times. Be sure to tune in next week for that. But getting straight into this week's predictions. And I'm actually going to start things off with the championship this week. So kicking us off, I've got Sheffield to beat Batley. Mostly home advantage. I think Oldham Whitehaven is going to be a tough one. I quite fancy the Ruffians at home on this one will be close. Should be a good game. Uh, Toulouse-Witness is apparently nil-nil. Not sure what's going on there. Uh, oh, it's because it moved from Saturday to Sunday and Sky haven't bothered to update it. That sounds about right. Into the Sundays games then. I think Bradford probably will beat Swinton away from home. London just use the home advantage to pick Newcastle. I think Toulouse will beat Witness in France. Dewsbury I think might just sneak a win against Halifax. That one at the Tetley Stadium. That could be the difference there. And in a real Titan clash. York and Featherstone at York. I don't know who I fancy for this one. I'm going to go Featherstone. I'll go out on a limb. But that again should be an absolutely thrilling game. Um, Moving things on into League 1. Which of course kicks off this weekend. So there should hopefully be some very good games in that one. Uh, London Scholars vs Crusaders. Bear in mind I know nothing about League 1 so this is a full on guess but I'm going to go for the Scholars? No, Crusaders. I'm going Crusaders. I think Hunslet to beat Workington, Barrow to beat Coventry, Keithley to beat Doncaster and Rochdale to get the win over West Wales and I think that is All the League 1 fixtures and finally the main event, the Challenge Cup. I'm going to say for this one, oh this is a tough match. I'm going to go Catalan to beat Warrington. I think Saints will beat Huddersfield. Hull FC will not beat Wigan. I think Wigan are going to win that one. And cast to beat Salford. I think that they're, they're going to be tough games to predict. Catalan Warrington, especially, but I do think the French side will look to gain revenge. But yeah, I will not be too surprised if Warrington don't win that one. So a few cracking ties this weekend. We'll try and watch what we can and tweet along to them on the Twitter at Try Time Podcast if you don't follow us already. I'm sure Calms plugged this at the start, but just in case not, subscribe, turn the red button grey, all that good stuff, notification bell, etc. And, yeah, I will see you back in the studio next week, and join me on Saturday for a special rugby league we need to talk, and I'll tell you what we need to talk about when it's launched on Saturday, so make sure to stick around for that one. Until then, see you later.